We are now approaching five minutes. We are now approaching six minutes after 10 a.m. Stay tuned now for the Saturday special with M.Z. Hi, Aaron. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? Good. Do you know what day this is? I do. This is a very, very special day, and I'm going to take the day off. I'm going to turn turn over the radio show to my good friend, pharmacist Ben Fuchs. But wait, 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 wait. Happy no, no, birthday. No, no, I know, but we're going to... No. I, oh, oh, hi, Ma. How are you? I'm fine. How are you, good. my third child? Are who's... you going to sing happy birthday to me? On yes, Everybody we are. Here? We're going to oh. do it right now. Okay. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Michael. Happy birthday to you and many more. Well, I cannot tell you how I feel on the occasion of the 62nd anniversary of my birth. Why can't you tell us? Aren't you feeling real good? Very, very, very old and frail. You're not old. But anyhow, that's why I came to visit pharmacist Ben Fuchs here in his lair in uh, Denver. Oh, describe his lair. Everybody wants to know. No, don't describe the lair. Do not describe what you promised. Everybody wants to know what Ben's lair looks like. Ben, it's fantastic. He's he's very, very modest. It's the neatest place I've ever been. It makes my my places look like hovels. He's He's... not telling the truth. Do not lie, Michael Zwirling. And by the way, Michael Zwirling may be old, but he's definitely not frail. <laughs> nobody, nobody would ever, ever think he was frail. No, he's not frail. So, hey, Aaron, uh, you're in the talk studio, yes? I sure am. Okay. Now, so you probably can't, or did you load the commercials, you know, about the, you know, my commercials, about the books and, and, the, and the, you know, and all those other things that I did about the hats and the books and the bags and everything. Yeah. I am way ahead of you. I got all of them oh, right here. Oh, you the man, you the man. All right. So um, I would say we should get that. We, we should get people thinking about that this out because it is the beginning of the holiday season. I guess it officially starts on what is it, Black Friday, right? The day after yeah, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. But you know, you can't. It gets. It seems to get earlier and earlier every year. August. Yeah, now it's in, okay. So we're already actually late since it was August. So we want to get people uh, knowing. We want to remind people that uh, Kay's books, Kay's commentary books, which is the way that we keep your favorite radio station running. It's one of the ways. We we take donations and we give people stuff for their donations. See, we learned that. A long time ago, we used to tell people, hey, if you want to donate to your favorite radio station to keep us going, go ahead and do that through our website on PayPal or something. And a lot of people did that, actually. But then I started to take a page out of, out of PBS and, and NPR. And, you know, they have their pledge drives. Mm-hmm. And when you, when you pledge something, you know, they give you something. You know, they give you something that's not worth as much as you pledge, right? A premium. Yeah. But, and so I figured we should do that, too. We should give KSCO hats. We should give KSCO bumper stickers. They're free all the time, anyhow. Um, uh, KSCO um, 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 foot rubs. Yeah, and KSCO by. bags. KSCO canvas bags that are made in the USA. Now, that's Nothing cool. Nothing is made in the USA anymore. That's reason enough. You know, to to support your favorite radio station. Anyhow, why don't you play that 90-second uh, commercial here uh, before we start uh, the the Saturday special officially, Aaron? Is that cool? Sure. Did, did you want me to play all of them or just we'll one? Just play that one. Play that 90-second one, real, 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 you know, first, and then we'll play with the others later on. You know what? As a matter of fact, I don't have the 90-second one in here. I don't oh. know that they loaded it up in the wave cart, only in the talk right. studio. So you have two, three 30-second ones. I have one, two, three, four, five of them, but no uh, 91. That's only in the top, in the uh, control room. All right. Well, then just play one or two of them or three of them or something, and then and then we're going to have a very different Saturday special. And after the commercials, would you like me to play the intro? Yes. Okay. Yes. We'll do. Well, wait a minute. And if anybody wants to buy a book, I'll be here till about 11.30. Okay. Only 11.30? Yes, I have an appointment. A very important appointment. So, um, yeah, 
come on down to KSCO Studios and have Mom autograph or... or uh, I will do uh, that. Uh, ...inscribe. She will do more than just sign her name. She will write a personal diatribe toward, you know, something... With your you name. Or whatever. I mean the name of the person who's purchasing the book. Right, right. So that'll be great. And, and 2300 Portola Drive is the only place you can get this done. We're going to try to figure out some retail places that might want to help us out here by carrying the book and, and scheduling like for Kay to be there. Yeah, and, and Costco is so bureaucratic. I mean, I used to think that it's a wonderful business. There's no question about it. But there, it's very—it's like pulling teeth from a cow to get them to pay attention to you to carry your book, even if it's a local author. But if enough of you go into Costco and say, hey, where's Kay's book? Then maybe, maybe it'll strike a chord. That's a anyhow. great idea. Yeah. So anyhow, Aaron, go ahead and play those three uh, or whatever you're going to play, and then we'll get on with it, I guess. So. Books. K's KSEO commentary books. Do not forget about these cherished gems of wisdom you have heard broadcast by my wonderful mom Kay for the past 15 years. The books are now available at $15 each for the first one, $10 for each additional book purchased at the same time at KSCO Studios 2300 Portola Drive, Santa Cruz. Think of the holidays coming up or get the book for free along with a free KSCO hat with a purchase of a healthy start pack at KSCO Studios. Studios, 2300 Portola Drive, Santa Cruz. Books, K's KSEO commentary books. Do not forget about these cherished gems of wisdom you have heard broadcast by my wonderful mom, Kay, for the past 15 years. The books are now available for... That was my fault. I'm sorry, folks. Do we have a deal for you, our wonderful KSCO listeners? Through the end of this month, you can get a beautiful KSCO Made in the USA canvas tote bag containing a coveted KSCO hat, a K's commentary book, a KSCO bumper sticker, and a KSCO sticker, a $60 value for only $25. Come by our KSCO studios at 2300 Portola Drive, Santa Cruz during business hours and take advantage of this very special promotion. Stickers. Let's talk about stickers. KSEO stickers. Gorgeous red, black, and white stickers designed and printed by Shirt Crafters, our official KSEO promotion gear production company. Put these stickers anywhere you want to make look better. I'm serious. A KSEO sticker makes anything look better. Come get your free stickers at KSEO Studios 2300 Portola Drive, Santa Cruz during business hours. Pick up our terrific, useful KSEO canvas tote bags while you're here. They're only $10.80 each and very useful. Get yours today. You want me to start the intro music now? Yeah, enough commercials for yeah. The intro music will be just great now, just great. Just okay. Great. Just great. Good morning. A brighter day is here. Good morning. May we bring you cheer? We've got time. We've got tunes. We've got time, tunes, and temperature. Okay, here we are in Denver, Colorado, with my good friend Pharmacist Ben Fuchs. Hi, Ben. Hi, MZ. Pleasure to be on the air with you. Thank oh, you so much for inviting boy, me. Oh, boy, yeah. You're, you're going to be the main host, and I'm just going to sort of sit back. I know you always ask me to be the host, and I always feel uncomfortable because I'm not a Santa Cruzian, even though I'm a Santa Cruzian at heart, and I love the people of Santa Cruz. I feel like your, your radio station is so local and so attached to the community. I feel... Good morning. You feel what? I just feel like an interloper. Is Pharmacist Ben an interloper? 479-1080 at Area 831. Give us a call. Start it out right away. Just give a call. Um, People may or may not, uh, people listening to the Saturday special may not be aware that you do a program daily, yes. a live program on KOMY, our sister station. Yeah, it's dedicated to nutrition. It's called The Bright Side. The you know bright what? Side. Do you know why it's called The Bright Side? You give me a hard time for the name. Sometimes people give me a hard time. They, they think it should be more about what the, the name should be more about what the program is, which is a nutritional program, a program that's designed to help people understand supplements and understand lifestyle strategies for health. 
but you know why I call the program the bright side? And it has something to do with what we're going to talk yeah, about today. It's, it's your it's your personality. You don't you don't want to be you don't want to weigh people down with negativity. Yeah. You want to be positive. Yeah, the world. You know, it's all a matter of perspective how we look at the world. And I read the news and I read the Drudge Report and I get involved with what's going on in the world and it just seems so negative and radio seems so negative and it seems so angry and it seems to appeal to our our lowest and most prurient kinds of drives our survival needs and and i didn't want a radio program that appealed to that kind of thing i wanted a radio program to that appealed to our better instincts our our instincts for love and for joy and as corny as that sounds there is always a bright side no i'm afraid it is a little corny because nobody's calling in well yet well they they want they want negativity that's what people want and that's really sickening and disgusting because i'm with you i'm with you right you know sick and tired of of hearing of nothing but negativity, and we're as Dave Allen would say, we're all gonna die. We're all gonna die. Well, here's the thing: when you're, I'm a healthcare <clears throat> professional. At the end of the day, my raison d'être, the reason I'm around, is to help people understand. This is what I've dedicated my life to: is to help people understand how to how to how to exploit and leverage their bodies. You know, our bodies. That's my phone. It, oh, it'll go. It'll stop. It'll stop in a second here. Oh. Let me turn that off. I, at the end of the day, my life has been dedicated to helping people understand how to leverage their bodies. And the more I understand how the body works, the more I see that it's a healing system, that it's a regenerating system, that it's it's designed it's designed to to be better. And it's not just our bodies; it's also our minds and our spirits. And when we're negative, when we're angry, when we're in fear, do you know our bodies shut down? This amazing healing system that's designed to thrive, it's designed to grow, it's designed to give us pleasure and joy. All of those systems contract, and all of those systems slow down, and all those systems are suppressed by negativity. Even our brain. Negativity is and stress must be viewed as disease-causing entities. Yes. In fact, you know, we have a a, a medical model that thrives on detail. And I go to the medical library periodically just to do research. That's one of one of the actually it's one of my favorite places that I one of my favorite places that I go to is the medical library. And I'm always amazed by how much minutia and how much detail and how much understanding we have about the tiniest molecular interactions inside of a cell, yet we're sicker than we ever were before. And I always think of the the story of the Gordian knot. Do you ever hear the story of the Gordian knot? Oh, it's what a, is that? It's a myth from a, a Greek myth. Uh, there there was a place called Gordia, and some guy got to be the king of Gordia, and he tied his he tied his chariot to uh, to a tree, and he tied it with a knot that was called the Gordian knot. And it was said that until somebody could figure out how to untangle the Gordian knot, this guy's family would remain. Uh, would remain uh, the, uh, the dynasty of this particular country, and I'm sort of paraphrasing in, uh, in order to get to the point. Anyway, this chariot was tied to the tree with the Gordian knot, and nobody could figure out how to break the Gordian knot. It was so tangled. It was such a, a tight knot, and nobody could figure out how to untangle the Gordian knot, and this guy's family ended up, and his uh, his children and their children ended up being the, the, the royalty of the country until Alexander the Great, who was trained by Aristotle, I believe, it was Socrates, and one of the one of the Greek philosophers. I think it was Aristotle trained uh, Socrates or trained uh, uh, Alexander the Great. And Alexander the Great was the first guy to to figure out how to detangle the Gordian knot. You know what he did? He took his sword and he cut the Gordian knot. He didn't bother with trying to untangle it. He just hacked it up. And that's kind of how I look at health. You know, we had all of these different surgeries and drugs and and, and medical. Uh, theories on how to handle degenerative disease and cancer and diabetes, but nothing's working because at the bottom the bottom line is there's only one thing that causes disease. There's only one thing that causes the body to degenerate. There's only one thing that uh, prevents us from being able to access the inherent built-in healing system. And that is, 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 you want to know what that one thing is, right? Well, in order to understand what that one thing is, we've got to understand what the two poles are of the human body are, and really the two poles of life. Life is polar. There's two sides. There's a plus and there's a minus. What are those two poles? Those two poles in the human body are referred to as the sympathetic nervous system and the parasympathetic nervous system. You probably heard me talk about those. Those two poles, the parasympathetic nervous system and the sympathetic nervous system, can be colloquially 
referred to as the stress nervous system and the thriving nervous system, or, or more poetically, the survival nervous system and the thrival nervous system. When we're running under survival energy, when we're running in a predominantly sympathetic nervous system fashion, our body's ability to grow and repair and heal shuts down. This is when we're susceptible to degenerative diseases. This is when cancer hits. This is when our ability to resist the vicissitudes, the ups and downs of life, becomes suppressed. Our brain shrinks. Our, our muscles don't grow. Our bones don't heal. Everything shuts down under sympathetic overload. On the other hand, under parasympathetic activation, relaxation, massages, love, sleep, orgasms, hot baths, all of the things we love about life, our body thrives. Our ability to heal is activated. Our eczema goes away. Our blemishes disappear. We look better. We feel better. So why is it that we aren't focusing on how to get the body activated parasympathetically? If we're really concerned about being healthy, this is the most important thing we can do. Relaxation is not corny. The bright side, it sounds corny. It sounds trite. It sounds cliche. But as a healthcare, healthcare professional, i got to tell tell you, that is what we need to be focusing on if we want to be healthy. And that's why I call the program The Bright Side. Every time we focus on negativity, every time we focus on anger and fear, our body contracts just a little bit. Dr. Wilhelm Reich, I don't know if you ever heard of this guy, Dr. Wilhelm Reich, he talked about how when we're under stress and we're under any kind of emotional turmoil, our body contracts just a little bit. And you can you can uh, experiment with this yourself. Think about something crappy right now, MC. Just think about a terrible thought, and you'll notice that there's a little tightening that goes on in your body, right? Can you feel it? As Should you... I tell what I'm thinking about? No, I don't want to tell you think about it. It's probably hideous. Yeah. But but in your head, can you see how you're, can you feel how you're kind of contracting a yeah, little bit? I'm, well, this, I'm, I'm gagging Imagine just the thought of it. Right? And I know who you're thinking of. Probably. Who? It's a what? Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I know a gentleman that you could probably think of, and it'll probably cause your body to squeeze, right? That is exactly, <laughs> exactly. right. That is All right. Exactly so right. in any case, imagine how this happens from childhood. Every moment that you have a crappy thought, you contract just a little bit. And by the time we're 50 and 60 years old, our bodies have these multiple points of contraction. And at these multiple points of contraction, what you're experiencing from a biochemical standpoint is something called ischemia. There's a, a football coach, uh, Gary Kubiak. You probably don't follow football, but he suffered something uh, last Sunday called a transient ischemic attack. Yeah, it's uh, a mini stroke. It's a mini stroke, they yeah. call it, right? Well, what is a transient ischemic attack? It's when your body, is, your heart, has got these little pockets of contraction, and it's not getting oxygen. Toxins aren't being drained away, and it's not getting nutrient, and ultimately the tissue, tissue will die. Well, it happens in your heart. You end up with a mini heart attack, but you don't notice it when it happens in your feet or your legs or your arms or your chest or your neck. But over the course of time, these mini contractions that are a result of every crappy thought you think, they add up and you ultimately end up with these pockets of ischemia, these pockets of toxification, these pockets of malnutrition, these pockets of lack of oxygen, and it can't help but cause disease. No matter how many prescription drugs you take, no matter how many doctors you go to, no matter how many surgical procedures you undergo and how many organs you have removed, as long as you have these pockets of contraction, these pockets of toxicity, these pockets of ischemia, you are going to be sick and you're not going to be able to heal. But that's the bad news. But the good news is... The good news is if you can figure out how to open up those pockets of contraction, you don't have to worry about the healing process. Your body will do it. The divine force will take care of your healing, pro of your healing progress. So think and live positively, not negatively. Yes, and not as a cliche. And not, I don't mean to be trite here. I'm a healthcare professional, and at the end of the day, I'm a scientist, and I'm talking empiric empiricism. I'm talking evidence, and I'm talking experimentation. Try it yourself. See how you feel. Alexa in Aptos wants to talk to you, pharmacist man, or me or somebody. Probably you. Who would want to talk to me? What's up, Alexa? Uh, yeah. Hey, you're uh, on the air. Happy birthday, Michael. Oh, thank you so much. You're so kind. Michael, old is the hills, and every year they get green. I'm your age, and I'm nowhere near as old as you are. So I have, a, I have something for you. I have an assignment for you. Okay. Um, this year for your whole birthday, every time you mention old, you have to put $5 in your mother's 
kitty cat. Oh. Because by the end of the year, you won't be old at all if you old. (laughs) If you had to pay money, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Sort of like like a parking ticket or something, you know, or a speeding ticket. Exactly. Every time you you mention one or two of those things, you just don't. Yeah, you just don't do it anymore. We we age on the outside. That's just natural process, like pharmacist Ben said. But on the inside, I'm probably younger than my children, and I'm in your age group. And you know what? If you met me, you wouldn't think I am in your age group because. That word is not in my vocabulary. Give it, Alexa, give us a couple, aside from the, the idea of not feeling old, give us a couple of your techniques for, for staying young, a couple of things that you do on a regular basis, because you do sound young and vibrant. I love to dance. Oh, nice. Every time I have a chance to dance, I dance. Nietzsche said, never trust in a god who doesn't dance. Did you ever hear that quote? <laughs> you no, know what? Do you want to get to my heart? you got to be a dancer. I love it. When you said Nietzsche, it made me think of, of one of the favorite lines in Blazing Saddles. Where, where How did you connect Nietzsche with Blazing Saddles? Well, because, because, because uh, who is it? Uh, Howard Johnson says, uh, you know, Nietzsche says, out of chaos comes order. Did he say and that? Then, and then the other guy says, oh, blow it out your bleep, Howard. <laughs> <laughs> Great Five. line. Great line from, from One Blazing more Saddles. statement. Your mother sounds younger than you, and she Ooh. probably is younger than you because Ooh. she's young at heart. She is younger than I. That's she exactly is. right. She has a very young voice. Exactly. And you right. know what? She is old enough to be my mother, and she doesn't sound like it either. You know why? Because she doesn't think it. Uh-huh. And I well, repeat, old is the hills, and every year they get green. Yeah. Go well, figure. Y- so listen, oh. I'm so I'm so happy you called with your <laughs> with your positivity, Alexa. Really, but but I'm I'm saddened that there aren't more callers because we're not taught probably because we're not talking about typical negative talk radio sub- negative subjects. Uh, you and, know, and, you know what, you know what, what is it, it is. What is it? Company and I I don't have any misery, and I have no company that I won't allow misery into my life at all. Say no. Just say I've no. got a lot of positives. I'm a workaholic. I'm a danceaholic, and I've been widowed for ten years, and I'm still having a good time. Well, anyhow, that that's great. So thank you for for adding to the program today on the sixty seventh. I mean the sixty second anniversary. Don't forget yes. to feed the kitty every time you use the word. I'm not going to use it no modest. more. I'm not going to use it no more. I mean, any more. Okay. Okay, Michael. Happy, happy birthday. And pharmacist Thank Ben, you. God bless yes. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. God bless you as well, Alexa. So uh, I, if we could just talk about a couple other things here, maybe this might interest your listeners. What do you think about this whole bullying stuff that's going on? Have you been following this with the, the, the NFL guy and the cyber bullying and people who are being prosecuted for bullying on the Internet? Have you been keeping track of that? No, have you? Yeah, I've been keeping track. I know. I never think bullying is good. Does anybody? Well, is it a legal issue, though? Yeah. Is it something that the government should get involved with no. to prevent bullying? No, the government shouldn't get involved. Well, that's what I'm looking at here. There was a teen girl arrested for cyber bullying. Uh, now this, that, that's that's a, a, a police issue, but there's a football player who got kicked out, not kicked out, but suspended from the NFL for bullying another football player, as if you could bully a 330-pound of offensive lineman. So what do you think about that? Is that the kind of thing that the government should get involved with, where where you can prosecute somebody for bullying? Yes, bullying is obviously not something that anybody wants the to condone. The more things that the government gets involved with, the more I get irritated. Same. Okay. Same. We're on the same page. Yes, we are. But I, hey, hey, Dr. Futures, I think, decided to join us. Hi, Dr. Future. How are you? Hey, hey. Happy birthday, Michael. Happy Thank birthday. Hey. Sunshine. Yeah, hi, right. Hey, son, and hey, Dr. Future. Well, I'm glad you guys are on. Can I, can I talk? I, I know we want to talk about negativity. That's what yeah, well, I, wanted to, I wanted to say this. There's something you touched on earlier that I thought was really key and something I had some involvement with. and. And that was uh, Dr. Wilhelm Reich, uh-huh. and the whole idea of life force, and that there's a kind of electricity or energy, not yeah. exactly electricity, a bioenergy that that the human body holds. It's bioelectricity. Yeah, bioelectricity, and 
and that the uh, bioelectricity, you can see when you look in someone's eyes, there's a spark. They're alive. Right, right. Someone's dead, you can see it literally leave the body. Right. And it's been speculated on for some time uh, over, the, over the centuries, and, in, and our concepts have evolved. And, and uh, I'm just kind of curious how, how you see that at this point. Well, Dr. Wright talked about how when you, as I was saying earlier, we contract when, when things happen to us that are unpleasant. It's the body's instinct to contract, almost to go into kind of a... A fetal position, metaphorically speaking, our body goes into a fetal position. And by the way, our blood goes into a fetal position as well when we undergo emotional stresses. And in fact, blood thinning drugs are among the best selling drugs in America. And it's a, it's a category of pharmaceuticals that is uh, increasing over uh, uh, gradually and, and somewhat dramatically increasing. Prescription drugs. What are you doing there, Michael? Uh, prescription drugs for blood thinning. Are, are incre- uh, sales for prescription drugs for blood, blood thinning are increasing because everybody's got this problem with sticky coagulated blood. And sticky coagulated blood is almost like a metaphor for what we're talking about. It's like our blood goes into a fetal position when we're under stress. And, w- yeah, and it, sticks, it sticks together, right? Right, but from a physiologic perspective, what causes this kind of this, what causes this kind of fetal position of the blood or fetal position of the body is anoxia, a lack of oxygen. And what causes this lack of oxygen is this, these microscopic contractions that occur over time. So what Wilhelm Reich talked about, and this is what Reichian therapy is, is breaking up those contractions so that you get more oxygen and you get the tissue more expanded. Under those conditions, we heal, we thrive, and we feel better. Everything we love about life is the opposite of contraction. It involves expansion. And by the way, do you know how will you, you know where William, Wilhelm Reich ended up dying, Dr. and Mrs. Future? In jail. In prison. In prison. One of the students was my, my professor and my advisor at McGill. Yeah, we put uh, those people in jail. Yeah, he did. He got thrown in jail for his ideas. And also because he was exploring life energy and sexuality, which was a very taboo right. topic. The orgone energy. Do you know about the orgone energy? Yeah, orgone. He now said it was or he, he called it orgone because it was like orgasms, which is interesting because yeah. when people have an orgasm, what do they usually say? Oh, God. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's like they become very spiritual. That's what yeah, happens, yeah. right? It's what happens when we expand. What are you doing, Michael? Yeah. My, he was into maximizing that. It's too loud. He felt like, uh, my understanding is that he liked the body. He saw it move uh, rhythmically like a sine wave during orgasm. And he said in our culture, we tended to limit it just to the hip area and, and stop the orgasm from flowing through the entire body. Right. It, it should be a body. It, that's why he called it orgone energy. He wanted to say that that kind of energy that we're talking about is very similar to an orgasm, except it's not a genital orgasm. It involves your entire body. Those are better. It's a full body orgasm. It's a full body orgasm, but you don't need to have sex to have it. No, you can that's just, right. Oh, it's, not a, uh, the, it's not a sexual thing. No, it's not a sexual thing. Let's have one now. Well, no. Well, hang on. Oh, <laughs> hang on. Yeah, well, that's... Uh... But the point is, is that we've, we've, we've narrowed, we've narrowed our ability to have this kind of energy to the sexual experience. You know, David, you know who David Data is? Have you heard of David Data? Yes. He wrote a book called Finding God Through Sex, right? And in the, has nothing to do, has very little to do with sex, has a little bit to do with sex. But the point is, is that the book sold. What's that? It gets the book sold. It gets the book sold. The point is, is that what we consider to be sexual isn't necessarily, doesn't necessarily have to be just about the physical act of sex. You can have sex with life. You can have sex with the universe. You can have a sexual kind of connection, an orgasm kind of connection with being alive, with our very existence. And that's what we should really be seeking. Look at our culture. We're, on the one hand, we have this, this secretive kind of taboo link that we've made to sexuality, but yet everybody is completely obsessed with it. It's because we're not having sex with life. We need to be having sex just from being alive, and that's what the orgone energy is about. It's about having an orgasm just by being alive. That is the most, that could possibly and conceivably be the most ecstatic experience we ever have, just being alive. Now, how cool would that be? I agree 125%. (laughs) Thank you. Why not 150 or 200%? And then more for adding love, too. You know, sex with life and sex with love. That, that, like, oh, my God, evolution will be off the charts. It would be off the charts. And you know what, though? Uh, I believe that it's going to happen anyway because people are getting sick of the way the world is. And that's, what I, that's why I wanted you guys to come on the air. Is 
because it looks like the world is falling apart, right? It looks like we're going to hell in a handbasket. It looks like there's all kinds of... You're telling us, that truth. I kind of embrace the, the story of the phoenix rising from the ashes. Well, if you look at the, if you understand systems theory, you know that you have to have some kind of energy in, inputted into a system so that it can go into a higher, a higher level of complexity. Otherwise, the system just circles around and around and around. So while it looks like the world is falling apart, maybe what's happening is energy is being inputted into the system so that it can go to a higher level of complexity. And maybe that's what we're experiencing. We're in that. Then you're genius. You like that? Why didn't we see it before? Oh, my God. Right? And you don't want to hear something really interesting? I wanted to have Rebecca Costa on the program because she talks about it in, in her book, uh, The Watchman's Rattle. Have you heard? What's that? I said you get everyone on the same page here. That would be truly amazing. Well, let me, let me tell you a couple other things about that. There's a new book called, it's not new, it came out early, uh, last year called Anti-Fragile. Have you heard this? By, uh, oh, no, love it. Anti- you, right? Anti-flatulence? Not anti-flatulence, no. An- anti-fragile. It's just by this guy, Nassim Tali. Have you heard, heard of the book, son? Or are you just like the, the concept? I just like the, I like the name. I, I, okay. Yeah, I well, let me tell you what he says. This is a guy, his name is uh, Nassim Tlaib. He's actually an economist. He wrote a book called The Black Swan a couple of, uh, a couple of years ago. And anti-fragile, he talks about systems that are, that are not fragile. They don't break down under conditions of stress, but they get better under conditions of stress. And he coined the term anti-fragile to say that these are systems that evolve and get more complex and more, uh, more sophisticated when stress is put into the system. And that's what based puzzle? on... I mean, but here, let me, let me uh, I, I love that, and I, I really got a lot out of it when you brought it up. And it reminds me of this uh, interview we did with Don Estes, who is a sound healer guy. He invented a vibrosound bed to, um, you know, retune your system with sound. And he has gone into chaos theory in music, mm-hmm. and he yeah. talks about how when you have, like, a stable system, like you're talking yeah. about, yeah. and, like, standing nodes... Um, when they go into a new uh, energy, they go into total chaos, and then they come out in new standing nodes. And yes, at a higher that's... level of complexity, at a higher level of complexity. I developed a skincare company based on this idea. And that's how I, you guys know, a lot of you guys know that I am in the skincare business, and I started a skincare company called Sanitas, and I developed the products based on these ideas, how if you input energy into a, an ordinary, a stable system, a system that is stagnant, you call, we call it, you call it stable, I'll call it stagnant, if you input energy into a stagnant system, there's a, a, a temporary period of turmoil, a temporary period of chaos, and then the system evolves to a higher level of complexity. So how does that, what does that have to do with skin? Well, when we're old, our skin and really our whole bodies are really stagnant. They're not growing. They're not evolving, the, the, whether it's the skin system or whether it's the muscle system, whatever system, biological system you have, happen to be talking about. But if you input some kind of energy into that stagnant skin system, if we're going to use the skin as an example, you'll have a temporary period of irritation, a temporary period of chaos. The irritation represents chaos. And then after that, you get more collagen. You get more elastin. You get more moisture factors. You get better skin. So I applied this whole idea of systems theory, uh, of, uh, of uh, chaos theory, inputting in, in uh, energy into an ordinarily, stag- ordinarily stagnant system to the skin. And you know what? You get better skin. You get more beautiful skin. And that's how I developed the Sanitas line of skincare products, which works incredibly well, not because of me, but because of systems theory and chaos theory. So this is a metaphor. And, and, and you. Here you're advocating a- chaos. I'm advocating chaos. We should love chaos. Exactly. The sacred cow, I call it. By the way, if you want to call in, 479-1080 in Area 831 is the number to call. Do you get calls when you talk about this stuff on your show, Dr. Future and Mrs. Future? Well, I find that people are listening more, you know, because it's a lot of novel information presented in a more coherent way. We've all heard pieces of this story before. But to put it together in our own minds in a way that makes sense, I think that's the key. Right. Isn't it interesting how we do everything we can do to avoid stress and we do everything we do, can do to avoid chaos when, as it turns out, stress and chaos are the way to evolution. They're the way to growth. They're the way to making yeah, well, a better we system. We don't do everything. I disagree with you. I don't think we do everything. We, we hate can. stress. We it's don't a, like stress. We but hate we don't it. Everything, we don't do everything we, we can to avoid, like you said. I think a lot of people wallow in it, whether they in like stress? it or not. Absolutely. Well, how about hey. if we just trust it? 
trust and uh, yeah, yeah. trust forward. Chaos. Yeah, that trust, trust but verify. Now, wait a second here. We, we There's Lee in Salinas who has called. Now, stay on the phone, Futures. Here, let's put Lee on. Lee and right. Spreckles, welcome Good. to the Saturday special with Farmers of Spin. Good you morning said? and happy birthday, MZ. Oh, thank you. Bless you. You, you touched my life in 1996, and I'm not going to let you make a statement that you are old because you've taken a guy that was born in 47 and I can do like your doctor that you introduced to me that day, Dr. Joe Wallach. Uh-huh. And then he drew pharmacist Ben Fuchs, or, yes, and and uh, when Ben has said that the colloidal minerals are electrically charged and they're like swallowing little batteries, and when I could take you like a sack of potatoes and pack you down the the coast there a block with no problem, and I'm looking at ramping my life up. Wow! And 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 you energize me. And like Judy Devilbus, she talks about the ultimate classic. I gave it to my ten-year-old cat that wasn't eating any solids. I just put a little, like quarter or or you know like a quarter little drop in in the bowl, and then covered it with some uh, fish. Uh, you know, uh, and, and and he and he took it, and pretty soon it turned him around and saved me probably eight hundred, a thousand dollars at a veterinarian, and watch him die. But but the thing is that the man that you're with today, I I just love that you bring him into my life from eight to nine, and then and then Doctor Wallach and 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 these this you you're bringing life to people, and and you must absorb it because. Because MZ, your mom and you, um, you're in my prayers daily. Because I thank wow. God for Powerful for, for <laughs> I thank God for for what goes on when. Well, you when, know what's really neatly, you know, um, Doc, Doc Wallach has a message that that I I signed on to uh, what 17, 18 years ago. And I, the, besides hanging out with pharmacist Ben here in in uh, Denver, the other reason I'm here is, be, is is to sort of provide a little moral support for Dr. Wallach, who's going to um, who's going to be arriving in Denver today to have a special to 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 film two television shows with George Norrie from Coast to Coast AM. Now this isn't the radio show Coast to Coast AM. Doc is on. Is that on occasion? We hope to get George to interview Doc Wallach one of these days. He's had Doc on, as he's had pharmacist Ben on, as he's had Dr. Peter Glidden on, as he's had uh, uh, Jonathan Emord on, um, on uh, Coast to Coast. Uh, there's this, there's this pro, there's this uh, little mini program that comes on about 11:34 each evening called Critical Health News, huh? and George has really signed on to this whole idea too. And that's going to make millions and millions of people. It's going to bring this thing because because the pharmaceutical companies don't want you to know any of this stuff. Oh. They, they they want you they want you to be to be tied to them and their toxic prescription drugs and their side effects that make you have to buy more toxic prescription drugs. Oh. And it's just a vicious, vicious, vicious circle. I and, I, I, and, and and that's what we're all about. That's what I feel best about. Uh, well, what, yeah. you, you, well, well you, no, wait a minute. Ben, I don't know whether he's teasing me or mocking me or whatever. He he pulled out the, a big bag of to, of. They're not toxic prescription drugs. They're mostly nutri- They're no, mostly supplements, Ben. You know, yeah. there might be one or two drugs in there. Yeah. Well, so. because of you and, and and pharmacist Ben and Dr. Wallach, I I haven't taken any pharmaceutical anything. And, and I had a back problem. I was losing my hair. I still haven't replaced it up top, but I don't have any gray or white hair. And and, and I have the youth. That I have the ability to 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 chase my my dreams. That and that, it's, that it's I want. Taking high quality supplements. Yes. Well, well, I mean, That's taking taking life engineering components that that and and having the support. I mean, it, it it's it. It's a hundred times more, more, thousand times more than anything Obama Care could ever offer this country. Period. 
Well, Obamacare just is a continuation of a failed system, only it's, it, it's going to cost everybody a lot more. It's a financial and, and, and a and, life destruction level. It's not fixed. It, I'll leave you this. You're talking about stress. You take a, any 700 series uh, Boeing plane, every time it starts off from its beginning day one, it starts stressing the airframe. And at a certain point, it may have enough fatigue that it, it can't fly again. Well, you've taken my airframe and you've made it whole, capable like Dr. Wojk when he rolled a, a SUV one time and he kicked the window out and the uh, paramedic said, well, you shouldn't have been able to do that. And he had it. He still has it. Yeah. So I'm going to get out of your hair and just say <laughs> thank you for, for all the people like Judy DeVilbus. And, and, I mean, there's just a whole bunch. But, but the most important thing is give your mom a California bear hug for having a son and having a mom. And, and you two do something great this weekend because, well, you won't, you're diff maybe not together. I don't know. But, Anyway, I'm out of your yeah. hair. Kay is in Santa Cruz, Thank and you, I'm Lee. in Denver. Thank you, Lee. Thank you, Ben. God work. bless you all. God bless you as Here well. comes Thank our you. next caller, Wendy in Prunedale. Hey, Wendy, how you doing? Ben, I just wanted to wish you a happy birthday. Nice. Oh, and you're in, thank you. And you're, you're in my prayers every night, Michael. <laughs> I am? No. What did, what did I do? Oh, Nothing. Oh, I'm I, kidding. I know what you're doing. You're you're mocking Lee, which is a not which is not a nice thing to do. But that's I'm not knocking right. him. I'm just kidding. Not, but I not knocking, think, but mocking is what it was. Yeah, that's it. I'm mocking yeah. him now. But it was uh, we did get to spend a little time together recently, and it was great to see you. And I watched Dark Passage with my husband last night. What a fabulous film that is. Yeah, Dark Passage with Bogart and Bacall, filmed in 1947, has a very special significance to me. And, it's and I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, yeah, but it is based in old San Francisco, and it's just so interesting to see the skyline and the and the old buildings. Was it any of it in a set, or was it all, you know? I, I think some of it was in a set. I, I think some. All right. Yeah. All right. But anyhow, so yeah, anybody else who likes Dark Passage should call in and tell us what you like about Dark Passage with oh Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall, filmed in 1947, 831-479-1080. So yeah. anyhow, Wendy, thank you for calling in. That was very nice. You're welcome. Are you going to be back later this week? I think yeah, I sent you an email. <laughs> uh, yeah, an e-card. Thank you. Uh, I will an be email. back uh, I probably a uh, Monday, Monday or Tuesday. Sure. Yes. Okay, well, just respond when you get a chance and have a wonderful time in Denver and best to your mom. Great, thank you. That's the famous Wendy Brickman of Brickman Marketing and Mobile Home Sales. Anyhow, no. so, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, Wendy. There goes Wendy. We've got lines open at 479-1080. Ben. Yes. Dr. and Mrs. Future. Dr. and Mrs. Future, do you guys know about femto photography? Femto photography. Femto. Femto. Like a trillion frames per second. How do you like that? A trillion <laughs> frames per second. How do you how do you image things that fast? This is the kind of world we're about to enter, Doctor and Mrs. Future, and and I think Femto. I got slow speed. I got I got high speed uh, frames on my iPhone 5s, but it's only like 180. A trillion. <laughs> Talking trillions. <laughs> How do you, how, this is the kind of world, we're entering a femto world. It's not even a nano world, it's a femto world. A nano is a, I did have a friend with a, with a Sony camera that got up to 980 frames. And when yeah. you just look at flames or water, they look entirely different. Right, they showed, do you ever see the balloon popping at that speed? They have Amazing. a balloon, it's a, but that's the world we live in, we just don't notice it. We're, we now have an ability to detect a universe that is right under our noses, that is right in front of us, but we just don't see it. Even a cell. That's right. One of the promises of, uh, of augmented reality, you know, like uh, where you have uh, screens where you see slow-mo as part of your everyday experience. Unbelievable. You will be able to see it with your Google glasses, right? You'll yeah, be able glasses, to see that. Kind of there's a very interesting link on my webpage where uh, a Stanford professor has worked there for two years is looking at superpowers and Google Glass. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Uh, slow-mo, seeing slow-mo uh, in speed. So you'll be, able to see, you'll be able to see people's cellular processes, right? You'll be able to see your own cellular process. Imagine how we can heal and how we'll be able to do biofeedback and adjust the body when we can literally in real time see our biochemistry. 
Yeah, I think a sensory immersion would be great. You know? I love it. About an avatar, like we just project ourselves right next to ourselves to look at the live chart. Maybe it's already happened and we're just catching up. Do you ever wonder about that? Yeah, well, there's that. <laughs> right? So, but here's yeah, the thing. I, you know, yeah, the, the, like a, I think the body has a built-in instruction manual. Well, these are delicious ideas. These, all these ideas, they just so, they're so yummy, right? Now, when you think about them, this is the world that we are about to enter into. Now, how can we not be thrilled beyond words to be, to be alive at a time like, a time like now? Anybody who would, would want to divert our attention to silliness, uh, economic issues and the wars and, uh, and, 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 and Obamacare. And, and if you listen to uh, right-wing radio stations where people are just you know, we can talk about that stuff. We just need the higher vibration. I mean, come on. It's, it's yeah. our world. Let's have fun with it. Yes. That's what I'm saying. It's our world. Let's have fun with it. That's, go ahead. Yeah. Consider the archetype of the phoenix rising from the ashes. If you go inside the body of the phoenix, it's what you're talking about. It's all this life force and a new structure forming. If you go outside and you look at it looks uh, like disaster, economic system crumbling and right. system starting to Fire fail. Burning. Yeah. Right, but but here's the thing. Outside of the body of the phoenix. You know, here's the thing though. People will tell you, Doctor and Mrs. Future, as I'm sure you'll understand, and MZ. People will tell you, oh, that's just airy fairy. You're just like pie in the sky. And what do I do about my real problems? That's not real, right? But it is real because this is how we can access our body's inherent healing abilities. This is how, if we take a change our perspective into seeing the abundance in the world and the possibilities in the world, we can change our economy. We can change the economic system. We can change the medical system. We can change our political system. We can potentially... Yes, we can have hope and change, huh? Uh, no, I didn't say hope. I hate that word, hope. I, that's a that's a loser word. Hope. Yeah. Do you hope the sun's going to come up? Do you hope? Do you hope the sun's going to come up tomorrow? You don't hope. When you know something, you don't have to have hope. I know that the human body has a healing potential, has a healing property built into it. I know that we have abundance at every turn. I know that if you have a hundred trillion, I don't hope it. No, hope was the last. Uh, you're a real. You're a, don't you guys, uh, Doctor Mrs. Future? Don't you agree that pharmacist Ben Fuchs is the ultimate thorn in the side of big pharma? Oh, they don't give. He's, he's creating the new infrastructure here. You know, I, I didn't think he even cares that much about big pharma because you don't need to anymore. Yeah, he's just yeah. he's just illuminating a, a higher path. You know, easier to take. You know. And I think that's great. Get it. But 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 um, what does our listeners? What do our listeners think of that? Right. Ask the listeners. I'd like listeners to contribute, and I'm, I want to put this question out there: Is this relevant, or is this just indulgent? Is this just mental masturbation, or is this really practical? Is this are these ideas, or I like to call them idea tools? Or are you in La La Land? Or am I in La La Land? In fact, remember I was going to call my show La La Land, right? Because yeah. I like oh. La. I was going to call oh. it La La. I should. I know. <laughs> Because I like La La Land. Assertions, uh, you know, Ben, if you're willing to back up your assertions, uh, then you can enter into a dialogue about these topics, and everyone can grow. Well, do you think, do, does, does the audience think that Ben's program should be retitled La La Land from, <laughs> for, instead of The Bright Side? Like 479-1080. Give us, seriously, seriously. I have a funny feeling. No, I'm not going to tell what my funny feeling is. I, I want to hear from the listeners. I really do. Yeah, I want to hear. I know because a lot of your listeners tend to be a little bit on the negative side. And I remember when I was doing my program once a week. And if we're not negative enough, like we haven't been very negative on this program, could it be that all the listeners have tuned out? Or maybe or they're just listening. Them? Or maybe they're just entranced. I think they might have tuned out. Okay, so we're just talking okay. to ourselves. That's okay. All right. I don't mind. their beliefs. People don't like to have their beliefs rearranged. People will will resist that. <laughs> have you noticed? Yeah, well, you see, if you if they resist it, they'll call in angrily at you for for threatening the belief. Well, uh, unless they're so angry that they've tuned out altogether, and then they can't tune, in, then they can't call in. We don't want people tuning out to these ideas. Well, there is cognitive dissonance. Well, the problem with 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 uh, people tuning out is they're just gonna uh, they're not gonna get to enjoy and they're not gonna get the opportunity to change. They're not gonna get the opportunity to evolve. And I do notice people tune out when they hear ideas. Uh, I mean, doesn't nature work on on sympathetic resonance? So will you know, the whatever you're putting out, you'll attract those that have the capacity to to grasp it. 
and you'll and and those that don't will just fall off, yeah. kind of. Everybody's right, right. Oh, they'll go somewhere Nobody else. Nobody seems to care they, about what we're saying. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you'll attract the people like the tuning fork. This is uh, sickening and disgusting. All right. Well, then we'll just talk to the people I who are listening. Like the model you were talking about, where you have to chaos goes in and then creates a higher level of energy and organization. So. I, I think what we're talking about said. is higher energy, and so people who like to go with higher energy will pick on, up on it and do it. Well, what do you guys think, Dr. and Mrs. Future? You guys are way, way, way more attuned to what's going on in terms of the, the, the technological world than I am. What do you guys it's, think? It's a renaissance time. Uh, well, give me a couple of ideas. Techno, give me a couple of technological ideas, scientific ideas that you think are, are the most significant concepts and, and, and advances oh, that are going to be yeah, taking place. They're going to change the world. Two callers and a third. You know, What's that? 3D printers and autonomous cars are two big ones. I love 3D printers. I went into Office Max uh, two days ago, and I actually saw a 3D printer sitting on the uh, in on an end cap that was, was being it sold. Printing an artificial they had, for somebody? No, but they're doing kidneys and they're doing skin now. And I remember doing a program, The Bright Side, about five years ago, talking about 3D printers, and nobody knew what I was talking about. And now you can get the darn machines at Office Max for 1,200 bucks, and you can actually see the things that are being printed. They're little toys now. They, you can manufacture your own kidney. You don't have to wait. For you a can manufacture your own biological system. Systems including kidneys and skin as well. How yeah. amazing! Now, is that amazing? You got to put in certain kinds of ink to do that. Certain right? kinds of ink and, and raw materials, and you right. do it with software. But this is where this is uh, how abundance is going to show up. There will be no more lack. We're going to have an entertainment economy where the only thing that is valued is play and I'm entertainment. We've had a survival-based economy. In fact, our whole economic system is based on shortages. I, we'll get to calls here in a second. I don't want the callers to get okay, to hang, pissed off and hang up. I just want to say one. One last thing, and we'll get to all our callers. For eons, our economic system has, based, has been based on this tired old myth of scarcity, because we've had a we, we've created value by by the fact that things aren't abundant. Once abundance hits and there's no more scarcity, we're going to have to create an entire new economic system that will be based on entertainment and play and fun. And my friends, that is around the corner. And what we're, we're the, this destruction that we're, this apparent destruction that is taking place in our economic and political system has to occur the same way World War II had to occur to get rid of the old way, old European world so that the new atomic world could take place. We're experiencing another kind of destruction so that the new economic and new political realities can kick in, which are going to be political and economic systems that are based on learning and progress and play and entertainment. And I can't think of anything that's more exciting than that. And let's take yeah, a couple well, of calls. one has begun. Hey, I like that. Okay, Keith in Santa Cruz, welcome to the Saturday special, and thanks for not getting pissed off and, le and hanging up. Yeah, I was about to. I thought I was the only caller. You said nobody was calling. I think everybody after the last 20 minutes of actually was just sitting like La La Land. I think everybody's just about done making love with their radio. Now, was that a kind thing to say? What, what did he say? No, you were t <laughs> 15 minutes ago. You were talking about uh, sex with... Uh, Life. What was it? Sex with God, light, everything life, else. Life, life. L-I-F exactly. is in Frank, life, yes. Right. Yeah, well, does, that, does, that, does that offend you, or do you think that's La La Land? No, I think it's it's delicious, as he said. It's a, a wonderful, riveting show this morning. I really appreciate it, but I really oh, did feel okay. the need to, to, to have sex with my radio at this point. Not in a vulgar way. Don't, don't get me No, wrong. I got it. You're, that's exactly not in a vulgar way. There's nothing vulgar about it. Read Read David Data if you haven't, D-A-I-D-A, -A, Finding God Through Sex. It's like the mainstream we'll media loves to have sex with Obama every day, you know. Yeah, hey, I've never real got sex. It's the real never... sex It's that, that we all think about. That's true. Hey, while all of you are there, I've never gotten to say hello to you all, so this is Keith. Thank, Thank you, you Keith. all for all you do. I appreciate all you, especially Ben. Thanks. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Keith. All right, uh, Thank you, get Pete. one more in. Yeah, yeah, one more. No, well, Patricia in Capitola. Hi, Patricia in Capitola. Well, hello there, and how wonderful to hear Ben and Dr. Future. Uh, this is just a great program. Uh, Michael, please do not think when people don't call in that we're not listening avidly. That's, that's number one. It's, if I have one complaint, you it's your complaining that, about... But I can't seem to get that through my thick skull. <laughs> so, but 